The year is 1991. It's 2020. <laughs> the year is 1991. The city is riddled with crime, and three renegade cops quit and hit the streets of rage. <laughs> Today on Press B to Cancel, Final Fantasy 13. I mean, I raged pretty hard at that one. Yeah, for different reasons. And then I threw it in the street. <laughs> yeah. All right. So today we're going to be. Okay, now we can go. All right. Today we're going to be talking about the Streets of Rage franchise from Sega. Ages. I am once again joined by the lovely council of three, aside from me. GP, One, say hello. Two. Well, hello, everybody. Paul, say hi. Hi. And Jake has returned from whence he went. No, hey, 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 shock. No, I, I gotta go. Look, I appreciate the offer. <laughs> I do, but. I just don't think a, a ring of us in a circle with acrobats doing autoflatio is cut out for Cirque du Soleil. I gotta go do this podcast. Is there is there going to be an opening there? <laughs> I might have a guy. Bye, Jacques. <laughs> hey, I'm Jake. Thanks for helping me back. Of course. You let, where'd you go? Yeah, where did you go? Fill us in. Uh, well, I just I just I just did the the Vegas Cirque du Soleil you know, the, the whole bit. I ain't going back now. God damn. Ah. I thought you were joking about that, <laughs> I'm ready for this Final Flight episode. <laughs> Good to have you back. All right. So, Streets of Rage. Do any of you guys have any experience with this game? I do. I do. The first one specifically. Yes. I played it earlier a week last week. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Looking back, I think it was the first time I actually did play it because I played the hell out of two and three, but I don't think I ever had access to the first, so it was good. See, as a kid, I played one and two, and I don't think I ever played three beyond a rental, and I didn't really get into that one. Oh, they were all rentals for me. Ah. <laughs> Let's start with Streets of Rage 1. We'll we'll talk a little bit of our, about of our, our experience with that one. For me... I enjoyed it, but it was not it I wasn't really sold on it at the time. I think my cousin had the game. We had some fun playing it, but it was hard as hell. It was kind of unfairly hard when you play two players since they double up everything. This is the one that came out in first, right? Like you were saying ninety one? Okay. August ninety one. Yeah, see I never played this one myself until like I thought I played it. But there's no way. I must have played the second one because that's the one I remember the most. But for the first one, the first time I guess I played through a chunk of it was with Paul Sean Stream. So uh, it's not bad. I think it's pretty solid. We gave it a not a shot, too. That game was tricky, Hard. man. Yeah. <laughs> Even on easy. <laughs> was, yeah, I yeah. feel like some of the combat mechanics in that one, it's just not fleshed out enough yet. It, it's It's a solid foundation for the franchise, but I feel like the combat just isn't fleshed out enough. And so... The game just sort of steamrolls you every step of the way. Yeah. May I make a comparison? It's going to blow your minds. Sure. I was going to save this for the last 15 minutes, but I think we need to open with it to really set the the pace for people who may not know this franchise as intimately and as well as, <laughs> as we all four do. Streets of Rage 1, like you were saying, set the tone kind of for things to be bettered and improved upon. And in that way... It is just like Adventure Island. <laughs> Think about it. I know it sounds like a joke, but I'm being real here. First one, okay, here's the idea. Here is a flawed but fun execution. And then the subsequent game comes out and people seem to, you know, dig that more. It improves upon what the first one did without reinventing the wheel. That's a fair assessment. Okay. What about you, GP? I, I just gave you that entire 30-second clip. <laughs> but did you ever play the first one? Okay, 
So my, my first experience with Streets of Rage was, I think, about a year ago. Um, somebody had donated to the Retro Therapy a, a, a Sega Genesis and a multi-cart, which had the series on it, Streets of Rage 1 through 19. And uh, so I started in on those, and I enjoyed the first, you know, couple. I'm not very good at beat-em-ups that are not Ninja Turtle uh, themes, <laughs> but I did enjoy them. And it made me realize, because uh, I, I did not think I'd ever played Streets of Rage as a kid. Uh, was it was it a, a coin arcade game at any point? Yes, but not for, like, only for time. Okay. So then I probably didn't play that. But what I did play was... Uh, my mom used to shop quite a bit at the Dollar General, and they have a lot of off-brand stuff. And what I had played was something she bought me for the uh, Funtari, <laughs> was what it was called, and it was <laughs> Boulevard of Angst. <laughs> Boulevard of Angst. <laughs> Boulevard <laughs> of Angst. I w- I, okay, I don't know how much effort you guys put into this damn show, but I, <laughs> I held... I had 14 focus groups, and Boulevard of Angst tested best. <laughs> and I get crickets from you guys, and I just, you know, Zimbabwe, if you're out there, I'm sorry, bro. Look, I'm sure that joke killed in Zimbabwe. It's all the angst over there. It's, all, it's the Boulevard of Angst. <laughs> oh, man, there's there's a list of these, too, but I'll, I'll pull them out throughout the show. Let's just keep going. So, yeah, I've, I've played it within the last maybe 12 to 14 months. Uh, enjoyed the first few. Um, there's still more to the series that I need to explore. But uh, yeah, as far as beat 'em up goes, it was it was a, an enjoyable experience. Now I had a thought while I was playing the first one that uh, the game felt very much like a fleshed out tech demo for the Genesis. That's because like the visuals in this game are great. It's got all the flashy animated backgrounds, and you know there's there's one like harbor background that you know if you were looking at it blurry enough, it would look like a, a like proper scenery it looked really nice are you saying if you squint it's realistic yeah (laughs) yeah if you squint a little you know you could you can see the city line there but (laughs) i told you not to do that that was my last relationship and you know it Mm. the graphics are so good if you squint it looks fantastic (laughs) no no like it's it's just there's there's a lot of parallax they do a lot of cool stuff like there's posters on the wall flapping in the wind there's cans rolling on the like there's cans rolling on the beach and the streets and there's a lot of little details that you wouldn't expect when the characters walk animation is like four frames like a lot of early genesis games they looked good but there's less frames of animation i want to say and just a little bit of jank and that's what streets of rage has i still think it's a great game and you're right it does look really good especially for like an early genesis title i think it looks great but just when you compare it to two, you can see where they took that and just added more frames of everything. It's not even that early of a Genesis title because by that point, the Genesis, the Mega Drive in Japan had been out for since 88. So it was like three years in. Oh, then it's trash then. <laughs> this had originally been a, a, if I remember my research correctly, this had originally been a title that they were going to try to put with the original Sega. Is that right? The... The Mega Drive, they call it. They didn't call it. Uh, what was it? Was bare knuckle? Um, no, it was the uh, knuckle. Roundabout of Roundabout of Indignation, oh. instead of Streets <laughs> of Rage. Another one that the uh, the focus group loved. No, no, no. That was the British title. The Roundabout I'm just of Indignation. A text <laughs> yeah, from somebody go. in Zimbabwe. He says no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. I- I'll, I'll wait a few more minutes before throwing out the next if, one. If you look at the... I think, though, what Werewolf's getting at, I, I totally agree with him, though. Like, the difference between the first and the second... Like, the second one's the first one I played. And I was like, cool. So when I finally saw, like, screenshots or something in a magazine comparing, say, one, two, and three or something like that, I remember seeing it in a magazine. I never got to play it. And I was like, you know, I'm glad that I played two because one looks like crap. But... At the same time, like the way they put it together, it really, I liked. It did look like a tech demo to me because it looked like an. You could tell it was an earlier game, but it looked much earlier. And I think the evolution between one and two and two and three is just like exponential. So it was kind of cool just to see how. It's kind of impressive to see for 
how early a Genesis game it is, and then let's let's improve on it. And the second one is basically the same game but better. And then the third one, again, the same way for me, personally, is the same game but better. And then four, which I never got to because I still haven't beaten two and three again yet without cheating. So To its credit, though, like when I look at it mechanically, when I, I did play this like for a few minutes on emulators way back, and I never really gave it a shot. I didn't really like it. I thought that the combat was too shallow, right? I didn't really get into it. But after playing the first one a fair chunk, it's actually deeper than you think, right? You, you have the, the two-button mm-hmm. combinations to do the back attack. Uh, there's throws, and it's it's easy to use. Jump attacks. There's, there's quite a bit more to the combat than I thought at first glance. And they only improve on that in the other games. One thing that the, the other games kind of missed out on, though, that the first one nailed is the police backup. Oh, I fucking hate Just... that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, explain the special. It's very much like Golden Axe, where you save up all your magic and then pull out something magnificent to destroy the enemies around you. It's that kind of thing, but instead of having to save up, it's a single use per life, unless you magically happen to find one extra one somewhere in the game. And besides that, Golden Axe also gives you different like levels, and every character is different. This one, they all call the same cop car. They all call the same cop, <laughs> and they all fire the same bazooka. <laughs> and it's great. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I love it how it, it. there's a couple levels where it changes up a bit. Like there's one level that takes place on like a, a boat, a river boat, and that I'll be damned if that car does not pull up on that deck of that boat. <laughs> I told you, man, it's a ferry. It's just it's got all those those cars on there. It just drove up from the the car deck. That's all. Just Night Riders is way into that boat. But the last, <laughs> the second last stage, it's an elevator fight. It wouldn't be a beat 'em up with an elevator fight. But as you're rising up the elevator, when you crank at your special, the camera pans down to the bottom of the building and off to the left, so the car can drive into view and shoot that grenade. <laughs> so they thought about that. They knew it was stupid, but they still still went with it. And then they remove it entirely in the next area. Yeah, because you're like, hey, we're in the middle of a skyscraper, so it's like, guess what? Sorry, bud. They can't shoot it through walls. Did you guys beat this one? No. Did you watch the ending? No, I, uh, I think I saw it once upon a time, but it's been a long time. Because if you get the good ending, because there's the bad ending and the good ending, the good ending has like a couple screenshots of what happens after. And there's one where the three ex-cops there are on the stairs and then the cop just getting in his car and he's waving to them. It's like, <laughs> I helped, I helped. And then later on, he gets like a fist bump or something from Axel. It's such a lame power. It's, they make it so much better in the other games. When I first saw that cop car pull up, it was, I couldn't believe it. I must have gotten the bad ending because I haven't seen that ending. <laughs> well, what's the bad thing? I wrote down a quote. Hold on, because the the English is bad in these translations. Like it's it's good. Okay, no, then I didn't get that either. Because mine just said "game over." <laughs> That's the oh, we got that one. Yeah, oh yeah, lots. I think me and Jake got that one four times. Yeah, I got that one consistently on level five. If you get to the <laughs> yeah. last boss, he makes a deal to you. You know, do you want to join him? Yes or no. And if you do no, then you get the proper ending when you kill him. But if you say yes and you join, oh uh, no, is it you join him? No. Sorry, it's my first day. If you're playing two-player and one person says yes, one person says no, uh, you end up killing the other player and then you kill the last boss. And then the ending shot is, I was playing Blaze, is Blaze in Mr. X's throne. (laughs) It just says, you became the boss. You are great. Nice. Bad end. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, so bad. Bad end. I thought you were fucking with me first. That's ridiculous. I mean, there's so little plot. That's what I'm going to start saying to my kids. Whenever my kids do something like great or, or boss me around, that's what I'm going to start saying. You have become boss. You are great. Someone Bad set us up the bomb. Exactly. Make your time. So Streets of Rage 2, I think, really improved on the formula big time. They added more combo moves. They added, they changed the special. So instead of making it like, for all intents and purposes, a bomb that clears the screen, you use some health to do more intricate attacks. They're stronger, there's different moves you can pull off, and they do, they drain your health. That's the trade-off. It's not not get out of jail free, it's just get out of jail kind of deal. You're like, oh crap, I'm surrounded, and then all of a sudden you take like an eighth of your health to just 
knock everybody away and give yourself some breathing room, which is great. Well, it's hilarious because of the attacks they do. Somehow they just learn from Street Fighter Masters and they're shooting fireballs and crap. <laughs> from police car back up to fireballs. <laughs> Look, a candle burns brightest just before it goes out, okay? <laughs> so to me, that makes sense. Uh, also, if you're on your last bit of health and you do their special... Does it allow you to do the special, or will it kill you, or does it just give it to you for free? No, it doesn't let you do it. Yeah. I tried. Very, okay. very much tried. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I love. I, I know I've already mentioned Turtles once, but uh, in Ninja Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project, they do that thing where your special takes down some of your life, but if on your if you're on your last bit of life, you can just spam it. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, this, wow. That's not what this episode's about, but yes, I love that mechanic, because I suck at beat-em-ups. <laughs> the... <laughs> but this game stepped up everything. It stepped up the music. All the music in this game, to me, is super memorable. Punchy and upbeat and awesome. I disagree. You disagree? What? I See, I feel like the music is best in the t- is, is better in two than in one. I think... Is, is it because it's in 5-4, Paul? 7-4. I learned what that is, all right? <laughs> so, one, two... No, um, I, 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 there's something about the first one when I was playing it. With Jake and we were basically competing, see who who could get further because we both knew neither one of us was going was going to finish it. But uh, I really enjoyed the music when I was sitting in my game trying to punch in my initials because that was one of our prerequisites. If we died, we had to punch in our name before we could continue, and we couldn't cheese out. Is when I actually got to listen and take in some of the music because otherwise I was focused trying to trying to show up Jake and <laughs> didn't do a very good job, but still. I realized how good the music actually was, and I mean the music in two is great, but I and this is the most memorable for me. But I want to go back and listen to the soundtrack from the first one all of a sudden because I just enjoyed it so much, and I was like, I don't have these memories now. I want them. So yeah, I agree with Paul. Like the first one, I think is great soundtrack, and it was the one uh, composer, like uh, Yukio Kisharo. I'm might probably butcher that like I usually do. But he did it alone in the first game. But the second and third game, he had another composer work with him. And there's a difference in one and two. Two sounds like a dance-inspired track or something. Yeah, there's a. It's it's very techno themed. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> the, the disco. It's disco. The disco is my favorite. <laughs> That's in three. Yeah, three goes oh, way over. Oh right. Sorry. Okay, so that's the one I was thinking of. That one's that one's an earworm. Yeah. But uh, two also has really interesting locations because it has you working through, like an amusement park and stuff like that. That one was kind of scary as a kid. Yeah, you fight that big alien head thing that apparently is like it's an attraction. So it's basically a an animatronic alien, but as you beat it up, it screams in agony. <laughs> yeah, it goes like you kick it across the room and. It's, and it leaves a suggestive-looking base after you destroy it, because like <laughs> you you beat up like it's just this you know extending neck with the head kind of thing, almost like the uh, the plant mini boss in Super Metroid. You know that one that just goes around on a figure it's eight. Spawn, yeah, up. yeah. So it's kind of like that, but a little bit more involved. But when it disappears, instead of you know closing up and basically drying out and decaying, this thing just <laughs> disappears and. The wall behind it looks very not kid friendly. <laughs> if you haven't noticed it before, you will next time. I promise. I haven't. Hmm. I don't think I made it that far. I'm much like GP. I'm terrible at beat 'em ups. <laughs> like when we did that stream with Pulsh, me and you, I thought surely I'll do better than Pulsh. But nope, you got a lead early, and I could never catch up. <laughs> While you're busy punching in your name, taking time, I was using it to catch up. I never made it close to you. <laughs> that and you had like the the three second handicap starting before it. I was like, oh, you started already? Crap! <laughs> Did mean no good. That game's hard. The, was it? That's the one. With the double blaze. Oh, that's the first one with the double blazes. Double blazes is what what screwed that's, us both. Yeah, over. Mona and Lisa. Yeah, but two is also hard as well. It's I love it, but it's a hard game. The difficulty spike happens, but it's a lot more gradual than it was in the first one. The first one I felt like a lot harder just constantly through but the second one i got like three or four levels before i even died and then i was just like then it ramped up and i was like okay and now i need to continue streets of rage 2 it i i would say it's probably not as hard as the first one 
I've beaten that one multiple times. And usually it's skin of my teeth. I'm on my last game over, maybe one or two lives left. If that, but I tend to beat it. And that's on normal. I'm not like, I'm not saying, I'm not sitting here saying I'm playing on like the hardest difficulty or anything. Screw that. I don't like beat em ups that much. <laughs> <laughs> A good one is hard to find these days. I mean, it's no double dragon for the second message yeah. system. Yeah. <laughs> The the sprite work in this one really stepped it up. Yes. The the yeah. characters have a lot more animation. They have better idle animation. I don't know. They they seem to move a little more naturally, except for Blaze's stance is a little weird. When they're standing still, like Axel is bouncing on his tiptoes, I think. And Blaze <laughs> has that, got actually. this weird <laughs> stance where she's like about to do a squat but never does it. Yeah, that's what I was saying about Axel. Axel looks like he's about to do like the somersault forward in, in Streets <laughs> of Rage 3, especially. And he's like trying to work his way into it, trying to talk himself into it. And he's like, yeah, let's, uh, uh, oh, okay, here we go. And, and then he's like, no, no. And then you see him like wipe his face and then he starts over every time. And I'm just like, it looks like you're ready to roll and you're holding back. Well, he, uh, they stole the programmers, stole that, or not, they don't say steal. They were inspired by an NES uh, fighter set in London, 1870s, I think, called uh, Cobblestone of Courage. And uh, they went ahead and... Right. That, that one is actually pretty good. I like Cobblestone of Courage. That sounds like the medieval version of this. Instead of 19XX, that takes place in, what, 12XX? <laughs> 12XX? Before they discovered... a. I don't know. What, but did they not have then street lamps? Did they have street lamps in the 1200s? Well, they had they had torches and ye old turkey or mutton on the floor instead of the turkey. Mutton. In grand tradition of food on the floor giving you health in video games. Yep. Well, yeah, that was back when the uh, the chicken inside the walls was still fresh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the 1800s entry was uh, what was that thoroughfare of disenchantment? Oh wow! Have you seen my list? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Pathway of Pain, but the Thoroughfare one was much better. <laughs> we just got a call from Zimbabwe. Werewolf wins, GP Which... loses. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Wait until we hear from the Australians. Because the Australian footpath of c***iness <laughs> is... Uh... <laughs> now, now we'll never chart in Australia. <laughs> footpath of ratata. Grandpapa. How dare you quote, quote the this, this sacred text? <laughs> See, what I'm thinking, you brought that up, and I thought you were going to talk about Traz, Traz from Australia, because me and Jake were wondering how the hell he does this. Jake, tell him what he what Traz does to play this, because it's just, it was blowing my mind. Right, so Traz from Australia on Twitch. And if you're in retro, you've, you've no doubt seen him. He's awesome to watch. Yeah. He's very Australian. <laughs> <laughs> but he he loves playing games on hard mode, right? He even does dabbles and hacks and stuff. But for Streets of Rage, I think it's the third one though, and maybe the second one as well. He does mania mode, is what he calls it, because we'll have mentioned earlier. If you start up a two player game, you get double the enemies and bosses. So he'll start up a two player game, kill the second player, and beat the game, being twice as many enemies. And I've seen him do it. It's nuts how he plays through that. I, I wow. I can't even get halfway through the game. <laughs> it's it's hard. He crushes it too. Like we we were fighting for it. The joke too. He only uses a keyboard. He doesn't use a controller. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, the alcohol. <laughs> you know. Even the characters in the game are drunk enough that they don't feel the pain, so they just keep going. <laughs> Big fan of Traz. If you're listening. Yeah, he's great. I forgot what I was going to so say. So, Streets of Rage. Yes. I'm so sorry. I know no, I no, no. the conversation. I, I like we never do. Come on. Us and tangents? Impossible. <laughs> oh, hi, Mrs. Bullock. So, this is the one where they also decided to sort of mix it up a little bit and add two more unique fighters in Max and Skate. So, <laughs> before, so Skate, he, he's obviously, Skate is canonical, but he had different real names, right? Yeah, Skate was his nickname. Wasn't it like Sammy? It's Sammy in the U.S. version, and it's Eddie in the Japanese version. Or oh. or like I like to say, it's Flip Top is the real name. Flip Top. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bimmy, and we all know it. <laughs> now that's Double Dragon. 
but those those two really do mix up the gameplay quite a bit. You got Max, who's much slower than Axel and Blaze, and, but he hits like a truck, and he's yeah. he's supposed to be an ex wrestler or something, right? Right. And then you've got Skate, the one character who can now like sort of run, but he's he's on rollerblades, so he's not if he's not running, but effectively it's running. The other characters all walk. You can double tap forward with him, and he'll start zooming across. And you can like dive bomb enemies like that and everything. It made for a lot more interesting gameplay experiences with how different those were. He's uh, Adam's little brother, isn't it? Yes. So Adam's the character from the first one. So you have Axel. Axel's like the brute. You have um, Adam, who's kind of like the all-rounder. And then you have Blaze, who's like the fast one and like the more acrobatic one. And they kind of make it a little bit more pronounced in the sequels. Each one kind of has more attributes towards their kind of style than they do in the earlier ones. And I think Adam is in the beginning of the second one, Adam is kidnapped. So skates out the help and try to rescue him. Yeah. Adam's the, the damsel in distress in the second one. <laughs> well, if I think you mentioned that on the cover of Streets of Rage 2, they have skate, the new character game. He's the only one getting punched in the face. Yeah. And he's like 15 or something yeah, in the game. It's, just, it's terrible. <laughs> Terrible. It's like the one getting hit. <laughs> Welcome to the streets, kid. Pa-pow. <laughs> Grandpapa. <laughs> Grandpapa. That makes sense. Given the the era in which these came out, skateboarding was taking off. And so everybody was like anti-skateboarder and anybody on wheels. Because that's all you would see in like parking lots is no skateboarding, no, no rollerblades. But at least he had rollerblades and not like roller skates, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he has attitude. <laughs> and they couldn't call him Blade because there's enemies in the game called Blade. Just saying. Right. Or Blazer. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Wait. And my consigliere, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, I, no. It, it makes sense. I just, there's, you know, a lot of the adults in the world at that time, very anti-skate people. So whoever was doing the uh, the artwork, I'm sure, felt like, eh, the, yeah, they had it coming. One thing I noticed about the box art, too, they're all, like, out there because, you know, this Terrible. is the era of box art. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> in Streets of Rage 1, Axel has a yellow tank top on, and in 3, in the game, he's got a yellow tank top. But in the other ones, they've got it all white. So it's it's like they had it backwards. It's like, is this supposed to be, like, a tip of the hat to the first box art or something? Because, like, he's got the yellow shirt and the black jeans as opposed to blue jeans and white T-shirt. It's odd because the third game had um, palette swapped compared to the the game in Japan. I want to say Blaze is still wearing red in the Japanese version of Street Fighter H three, but in the U S version she's wearing the the silver for some reason. Right. They, they changed a bunch of the stuff on the sprites and colors. There's a reason for the silver. Apparently, we were told about that when we were streaming. Oh really? I was see. I was too busy getting my ass kicked. <laughs> so I wasn't yeah. paying attention. Oh, I was too, but I wasn't playing as Blaze, so I noticed because they were like they're talking about Blaze, and my ears perked up. Or my eyes, I should say, because I was reading chat. But apparently, they made her wear red and not silver in the second game, because silver was too stripper esque. <laughs> really? Yeah. So that's that's what they were getting on with. So, and she's silver. She wears silver in the third one. So I mean, she looks like a go go dancer in the, in the third game. The red was yeah made more sense. And then the box art is all she's wearing black and jeans. It's weird. Well, the first, uh, the second one, she's got that the corset yeah. <laughs> and jean shorts, just bizarre. <laughs> Isn't this also one of the uh, the franchises that dumbed down some of the difficulty for the non Japanese audiences? Uh, increased it. Like, I it isn't no. I feel like I have to look it up or check my memory <laughs> palace. But I feel like in um, Streets of Rage three, if you did like easy mode, they cut out the last two or three stages. So you can only completely beat the game on normal or hard. That sounds about right. I don't know. I remember. I, I remember playing some kind of uh, some games on Genesis for sure, and specifically Genesis, and that was the case. So you couldn't beat the game on easy. You'd have to do it on normal or hard. Yeah, you're right. You get a bad ending if you play it on easy. Right. The, the characters even say, "We got to try harder, friends. We we got to do harder. We got to do better." Oh my gosh! They say you got to do a better difficulty. See, I thought that's what the case was with Super Ghouls and Ghosts when I was a kid. So when I played it again as an adult, I played it on normal. Well, fuck me. You still have to play through it and do the second round. So, <sighs> so Pulse, you like Streets of Rage 3, right? I do. It's, I, I think it's my favorite for, like, play-wise. Really? <laughs> Sell me on it, because I can't stand it. 
<laughs> yeah. Three is the one where Blaze reminds me of my girlfriend from like grade five. And I was saying this on stream and I'm going to say it again. I, I, I always tell this story just because the character select screen, when you have the pixelated, like the profile, the avatar picture, if you squint a little bit, kind of like in the first game and you squint and you realize this kind of looks like a, like a nice cityscape kind of looked like my, my girlfriend from like grade five, but at the same time, looking back on it now, the only thing they had in common was brown hair. So, yeah. So, either way, that, that kind of sold me on the game for years, and I guess it's still stuck. But I just like... It It plays faster. It's it's a lot more more uh, high-octane compared to the first one. The second one's a little faster than the first. The th- third one's a lot faster than the second. So, like, they get more crazy each time they go up. And I still, I still like I said, I got to play four because I can only imagine... They expanded mechanics in the third one. Some of it I like. Uh, they added a uh, if you double up top the Tupperware, double tap up <laughs> or double tap down or left or right. You can run or you can do rolls, which I think is really great. Um, so they definitely expand on that. But they added some stuff that overcomplicates it. Like Pulse, when you were streaming earlier tonight, a little bit to see it. There's like a strength meter now that depletes when you use your special, and the lower the meter, the more damage you take. There's some kind of star system that's a, that's incorporated. If you die, you lose a star, and it's just it almost makes the game from from the first game being so light on mechanics to the third one being just a tad too much, and it's confusing to know what's going on. Yeah, I literally had to get you to look up the manual because I was like, "There's no indicator in the game what it actually says," so I had to make sure what was going on, and I thought it was like you know if you did like say like a like a fireball motion from street fighter or something like that then maybe you'd do this but no that was just for your special so from what i understand if you had it maxed out you'd take the least damage you'd take the least damage from your special attack and then you do the most damage yeah. so there's there's some weird hidden stuff in that game maybe we should mention the uh the hidden characters and how you get them oh like the greatest of all time Roo? The kangaroo. What other <laughs> game out there can you play as a kangaroo and kick ass? Yeah. <laughs> One thing I noticed actually when I was playing it again tonight was that Roo has the same sound effects as Blaze for a lot of his moves. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's, that's adorable. So when he gets punched in the face, he makes the, the female scream? No, he uh, he does like the same thing that when she does her kicks and stuff like that. It was like, the cock or whatever it is. <laughs> no, that was Chun-Li that... Screwed that one up. Sorry, one more time. Because there's uh, three characters, I want to say. There's Rue, right? The kangaroo. Then yep. there's Shiva, who's like the right. ninja character. And then yeah, there's first, a third First one. boss, I think it was. Right, the first boss. There's also a third one, which I think was cut from the American version. He's kind of the leather-wearing uh, village people stereotype of a, of a gay <laughs> character. And I think he got cut from the American release. But he's still in the Japanese version as a third character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. If I'm not wrong, is he... I might be totally wrong. So I'm going to go check my mind palace in that one. Carry on. <laughs> so let's talk about the fourth one. If that's the case, that's uh, werewolf. Man, your mind palace is loud tonight. <laughs> I upgraded with new keycaps. <laughs> werewolf. Uh, what about you've played four? So what's that like for the characters in that? Because I know there's a bunch of characters. How do they tie that in? Okay. So Streets of Rage four finally makes a time skip though it's not nearly as big as the the jump from the release of three to four you mean it's not 30 years in the future they're like 25 years apart but the game takes place 10 years later but axel looks like he's been unemployed for the last 20 so yeah he looks like he's aged a bit more than 10 years but to be fair the other characters from the previous games don't look that much older however uh one of the playable characters in this one is adam's daughter cherry so Skate's nowhere to be found, and instead you have Cherry, who plays a lot like Skate. She's actually a badass. I, When I first played through it, I played through it with uh, my kid, and he was playing for the Max analog. I want to say his name is Floyd. He's a mixture of Max and Dr. Zan from Streets of Rage 3. So he's got big bionic arms and all this. But does he have rocket shoes? I don't think well, so? fuck this i don't want anything to do with him <laughs> and thank god they went with the name cherry because that doesn't sound stripperish at all <laughs> <laughs> look she wears yellow she's she's good okay innocent and pure my bad 
But I mean, she gets to beat the shit out of people with her guitar, and it never breaks, apparently. This guy has the right idea. He wore the brown pants. <laughs> Thank you, <Sorry>. Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, that time jump is kind of weird, too, because when you play the first two games, it feels like 80s, 90s. But that third game, by the end, like I watched the end of it, because again, I'm terrible. I couldn't get very far. But watching the ending, there's robots, there's a brain in a jar. Like, it's it's out there. <laughs> Oh, three is very bizarre. I mean, one of the playable characters in that is a cyborg, Dr. Zan. I thought he was an android. Cyborg sounds right. Cyborg yeah. is human with robotic enhancements. Right. Sorry, I forgot my sci-fi back at the door. <laughs> uh, so, I, I mean, it's still got... A, this four still has Axel and Blaze and Adam, and all three of them kick ass in this one. But uh, I, I did play through most of the first time with my kid as Cherry, and he played mostly as Floyd. And we sort of mixed it up a little here and there. All the characters played a lot of fun. Like, in previous games, there's always, like, one character I really prefer over the others, and then all the rest I could kind of care less to play as. In 4, I truly enjoy playing as every single one of them. Is it like... Ravers, uh, here's one comparison I want to do, because... This is the one that brought us together, but basically it was all of us playing River City Ransom Underground. So you guys, you guys remember that in, in the year 2018, I believe it was? I don't know if in I ever played that one. <laughs> okay. Well, you should try it sometime because me and three of my friends ended up playing it together and then we started a podcast because we like shit together. Of course I remember. It's, together, so. it's one of the best parts of my, my year, 2018. <laughs> yeah. Was it 2018? 20, I don't know. But... In that game, every character played differently. Like, I switched to play the same character Werewolf played, and I couldn't do anything. I was getting my ass handed to me, and then everybody else is playing and something, and they're doing fine. But I could only play as Paul the Boxer. And, like, is that, like, is it the same for Streets of Rage 4? Kind of, yes. The characters all have their own style, and they do feel different. They play differently. They're not so different that going from one character to the next is that jarring, but you do have to sort of adjust your play style depending on the character. Okay. Well, in four, they added charge moves, right? And Cherry's charge especially, uh, she leaps in the air and does a hit so you can juggle. And the first thing that happened to me, because I played a little bit of it tonight, um, I was playing Blaze for most of it, and I switched to Cherry. And that leap in the air move is like a game changer. Because at first, I'm like, she sucks because her reach is terrible. But when I realized you can juggle in the air with a charge, it was, it was fun. It's, uh, but you're right. All the characters are fun once you figure out how they all control differently. I like Streets of Rage 4 a lot. Yeah, 4 pulls some interesting concepts. It it sort of is the culmination of all three and pulls from all three of them. So, you know, the first one, you've got that special where you got the cop car that rolls up and shoots everything. You have that special button back. It's it's not a bunch of it's not always a cop car rolling up and bazookaing the enemies, but they all have their own individual special move that practically clears the screen. Yeah, Blaze goes all Avatar Korra and her eyes glow. Yeah, she goes. She becomes a witch or something. I don't understand. <laughs> it's nuts. As if she couldn't get any hotter. Thanks. All right. <laughs> and then uh, they've all got the special moves from two. Where, you know, there's combo inputs, but there's also the attacks that drain your health. The difference in this one is when you hit somebody with a special... When you use that move that drains your health, like, it marks where you were. And then if you take damage on top of that, you lose the ability to regain that health. But you can regain that health by beating the crap out of people and not taking damage. It's a real fun risk-reward system, and I actually like it a lot. Yeah, it makes those it makes the special moves feel more rewarding and more purposeful. Yeah, it's a risk, but if you know what you're doing, it's not as risky as it is in 2 and 3. I like that. That that sounds really good because it's just very honoring the originals and then updating it and making it a little bit more accessible for more modern audiences too. I was worried when I when I first heard they're doing that because they weren't doing the same pixel art style as the old games. They're doing the hand-drawn style and at first I'm like, "Eh, but after playing it tonight, it looks good and it plays good. It's a solid game. Yeah. Much better than I thought it would be. I think the art for me, sold. I was sold on the art right away. I, I love the art. If you look at this, the sprite work between Streets of Rage 1, 2, and 3, this feels more like the evolution from 2 going to hand-drawn artwork. 
Because one and three both have a more realistic sprite look than two does. Yeah. Two, it does feel a little bit more cartoony in their character designs. And so this feels like an evolution from that art direction. One thing I noticed playing three is when you're running as Axel is probably the most detailed sprites you'll see of them. Like it, it looks like um char- like a, I don't know how you call it, like the real life rips that they do for Mortal Kombat and stuff like that, you know, where it's literally somebody photographed for each movement and yeah. it's so in detail. More frames. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More frames, but it's like in greater detail too. Like the the pixel art is just crazy in the, that running motion alone compared to the rest of them. So it's kind of strange. So when I played it with my kid, we played on easy because he dies a lot. So we beat the game. So do I. We had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> when I went back and played by myself, I played on normal. On normal, the game is still, it, it doesn't feel as, it feels on par with two where, you know, you're going to get your ass kicked, but you can still manage everything. It doesn't feel as stacked against you as one or three does to me. Granted, I think there's two or three difficulty levels above normal in Streets of Rage 4, so, you know, extra hard is probably going to suck ass if you're not a massive beat-em-up player. One thing I do like about this, though, is you unlock all the old sprite characters from the games. Yeah. Except, with one exception, Rue. For whatever reason, they left him out. Still pissed. You know, I, I bet it's something to do with like animal welfare complaints or something. It's got. It it's might be, be but in the game, he is literally chained up in a bar, working as a bartender. <laughs> right, because you want a kangaroo mixing your drinks. Yeah, that screams like Blaze. <laughs> they also have another reference of him where he's sort of like a Picasso-style artwork in an art gallery. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's. It's kind of weird that that's what they did. So there's only five characters that you can play as in this game that fit the art style. And then you can unlock all of them except Rue from Streets of Rage 1, 2, and 3. So like you can get Axel 1, Axel 2, Axel 3, and so forth. So there's four versions of Axel to play in this game. What about Max? Isn't, isn't Max the same as Rue in that? Max is... You can get Streets of Rage 2 and 3 Max... You cannot play a Streets of Rage four Max, but he is in there, right? Like he's, he's in, the in the game somewhere. He, oh, yeah. he makes yeah, an okay. appearance, and I don't want to spoil it. Right? Yeah. Okay. But I was about to say it, and I'm like, no. can you can you play as Knuckles from Sonic and Knuckles? If it, no, I'm serious. <laughs> if they really wanted to appease the fan base, they would have put that in there. Are you guys familiar with all that? Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, Sonic the Fighters. Okay. Yeah. There's a rumor with Streets of Rage. I forget if it's one or two, where. You could unlock playing Streets of Rage in Sonic and Knuckles. But the rumor was, because video game rumors ran rampant back in the early 90s, uh, well, also the late 90s and early 2000s, they're <laughs> crazy all the time. But uh, the rumor was you could unlock Streets of Rage <laughs> in uh, Sonic and Knuckles. And if you did so, you had the option of playing as Knuckles. No, I'm, I'm dead serious on this. This is a real thing. Hmm. This, is not a, this is not a bit. No, it, it makes sense because there's actually a ROM hack for Streets of Rage 2. There's a couple good ones. Uh, and one of them does put Sonic in Street Rage 2. Yeah. Okay. There's another one that does the Ninja Turtles as well. And I think it's wild because wow. when you think about it, Ninja Turtles are very similar to Streets of Rage. But Sonic gets added as a, as a ROM hack and it's really great. The reason was because the original name of Streets of Rage was Bare, was Bare Knuckles, right? <laughs> no, that's... Oh, yeah. uh, yes. Nope. Here, here I, again, no, there, this here is not a setup. That's the real... <laughs> This is why I was going to save all that for the back end of the show. Because if I start off with anything funny, you guys just won't believe anything I say. But the Japanese name for the franchise is Bare Knuckle. Is it? No. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah it really? is. Yeah, it's called Bare Knuckle make a, a porno sure. joke. And, and Somebody was sharing box art earlier. Go, go look. Yeah, you shared the box art earlier in chat. And it says Bare Knuckle. Anyway... I mean, the the e, as I was saying earlier, the bottom of the E is so thin, it almost looks like barf knuckle. But Well, that was one of the original names they, they toyed with. That and Alleyway of Agony. See, now I'm back. <laughs> the boards were all lit up from Zimbabwe, but they, uh, they just dropped off. I, I think this is the first one that actually changed the villain in the game. Yeah, because the first three are all <laughs> Mr. X or Mr. X. Mr. I think, X I, yeah, I think all three of them are Mr. X in some way. And that's that's not to say this one isn't related to Mr. X, because it is. 
and you learn pretty quickly <laughs> or that it's is it? Mr. No, you you learn pretty early on, like level three or four. I, I, it might even be level two, actually. I don't remember exactly, but you learn pretty quickly that it's Mr. X's kids. Yeah, the intro, the Y twins. <laughs> yeah, the Y. It's Mr. Y and Miss Y. Oh wow! Yeah, that's okay. So the like, I feel like they they really did a lot of good work on this game, but Mr. Y and Miss Y feel like a really weak replacement for Mr. X. <laughs> Even if it is kind of on brand, it's that's one of the shortcomings of this game for me. Well, Mr. Mr. X was busy kidnapping Thomas's girlfriend from oh, wow. Kung Fu. Yeah. Actually, I'm kind of disappointed when I was playing through and watching the ending of Streets of Rage 1 and 2. I thought Mr. X was Dr. Wiley all along. <laughs> <laughs> so then it ends by saying you have to go and collect all the energy immediately with Mega Man. <laughs> that is some nerdy shit that is some nerdy shit okay i'm done oh uh, man that hurt great working that one in yeah deep cuts guys deep cuts yeah basically i mean go out and try these especially i i would highly recommend four it may not be for everybody but i think four is definitely worth playing especially if you sub if you're like gamer subscription service like Game Pass because it's on yeah. there. That's how I played it. It cost me a hell of a lot less than the price tag it has on Steam. Well, if you haven't used Game Pass before, like I just signed up tonight and it's a buck. <laughs> totally <laughs> worth it. Even Battletoads is on there. Battletoads can't be that bad, right? How many anyway. how many years did you guys say pass between <laughs> Streets of Rage three and four? Ten years. Oh, really? That was it. Okay. I have no reality of this stuff. I wasn't <laughs> sure if we had said that. Was it long enough for them to build the freeway of anger? I don't get it. <laughs> I, don't get I get it. I'm just jealous that uh, I didn't think of that one. I was I was too busy coming up with uh, all those other. I, what, what was the anger one I had? I had one way, the one way of pissed offness. I had the highway of anger. That's what it was. Pathway of pain, cobblestone of courage, alleyway of agony, and then we did the Australian one, which I'm not going to say again. <laughs> roundabout of indignation so much fun to say it's a bit of a mouthful <laughs> <laughs> well we were talking about how this is uh you know how how they approach this and how how much it honors the original games there's enough strangeness going on in these games that it's almost like a free-for-all you know like you can get away with this and that because by the third game there's so much zany shit going you got the cyborg you've got a, a boxing kangaroo you've got squealing something in the background uh, <laughs> um it, it's just kind of cool because i don't know if they were doing it to try to be serious and edgy or badass in the third game or they were just like let's see what we can get away with but i mean by the time the fourth one comes around you're like okay this 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 fits the rest of the games and that's that's what i like about it because you can't take it too serious and that's what i like about it so they leaned into it and <laughs> The third game, rocked it. the brain in a jar. If you get the best ending, the brain in a jar says, I'm dying, please help. And then Skate says, <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> then the brain says, well, if I die, you die. Bye. Are you fucking with us right now? No, man, this is, wow. the, this is the deep <laughs> lore of Streets of Rage 3. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was like fanfic from no. the end of uh, the Super Metroid or something. The translations are all terrible in these games. I love it. <laughs> ah, localization. It's one of those times where you wonder if it's this strange when they tried to make it appease to the North American audience. What the hell was going on in the original? Low budgets. Yeah. All right. With that, I think we have covered pretty much everything there is to talk about without going in depth into each title. And we, we already went into some depth for each of them so thank you guys for joining me on this one thank you for being back for this jake yeah thank you for having me back it's great great to be back uh and everybody look forward to my new tour coming up i'll be starting off in vegas with <laughs> cirque du soleil as my 12-man show of auto fellatiation auto -filiation? yeah that's a word right you are boss you are wow. great as now <laughs> bad end <laughs> i don't know about that one that sounds like happy end <laughs> <laughs> you've changed man it's good to see your fame hasn't made you to hollywood yeah. to to hang out in the gutters with us just just wait until he hears the other rumors we heard yeah 
Look, I may have made a small fortune on selling Tupperware. I don't know yet. I have to, I have to consult my mind palace. <laughs> that's that's tantamount to uh, trafficking of some sort. All I'm saying is look forward to my upcoming name change. Well, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's go around and tell the people where we can find you. Jake. Well, I uh, I already did the bit. Vegas, um, yeah. Vegas, Celine Dion. And- oh, no. no did no, you okay. actually <laughs> pronounce it Celine Dion? God, I meant like as an... Isn't that the Canadian way to do it? No. You can find me on Twitch three once a year and on Twitter. <laughs> I live on Twitter. Sick Jake. That you do. How do you spell sick? Well, there's no K in sick. Obviously. And an underscore. Oh, ouch. That landed. That landed hard. The underscore is gone, but the jokes will remain, and I love it. All right, and GP, where can they find you? Uh, Retrotherapy uh, yeah. underscore. You can find me in Vegas watching whatever the hell it is Jake is doing. Uh, no, you can find me on twitch.tv slash theretrotherapy. And then, of course, press me to cancel. And Pulse. You can find me on the Waikabadaya again and <laughs> ogling every picture of Blaze. Otherwise, sometimes you'll find me on twitch.tv slash Pulse 109. That's P-A-L-S-H. 109. All right. I was your host this week, Werewolf, W-A-R-E-W-U-L-F-F. You can find me on Twitter, and hopefully by the time this airs, it should be on Twitch again. Probably Stop for a couple me. weeks by now. I, I'm pretty sure by now it'll be a couple weeks, so hooray. What are your son's intentions with my daughter? <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> Lots of Minecraft. I'll allow it. That's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> Fuck, that's all I need. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Special thanks for music. Go to Arthur the Last Ancient on Spotify or The Last Ancient on Bandcamp. For more episodes, please visit our website at pressbtocancel.com. As well, feel free to like, comment, and subscribe at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere else you'd like to listen to your favorite shows. As always, thank you. This has been... Press B to cancel.